And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you in to positive vibrations on a regular basis. Also, this Positive Head podcast is definitely a labor of love for Dalian and I, but make no mistake, it takes a lot of time, energy, and resources to produce five episodes each and every week for you, our listeners. So if you enjoy the Positive Head podcast, it would be stellar and much appreciated if you showed us your support at positivehead.com by picking up one of our unique Positive Head bracelets. Of course, you would most certainly be helping yourself in the process because it functions as much more than just another stylish accessory. And if you haven't ever seen one, they're really cool, simple little bracelets with our Flower of Life Sacred Geometry inspired logo. They're actually made out of recycled tires and metal. So our intention is, of course, to do something positive by giving new life to previously discarded goods. And as far as their functionality goes, they act as a daily reminder to help you focus on the positive aspects of your daily life. The concept was actually inspired by studies that you can read about on our, our website. But besides that, many people believe just wearing something with sacred geometry is empowering in and of itself, uh, which you can also read about on our site. And of course, as the Buddha once famously said, what you think you become. So we believe having something on your wrist that reminds you to keep a positive head the same way a Fitbit reminds you to keep active makes a whole lot of sense. Of course, we charge way less than Fitbit for helping you to manage your mental health because we let you name your price for your positive head bracelet. The reason we do that is because our heartfelt intention is to spread the positivity at all costs, first and foremost. That is our primary aim. And we don't ever want money to stand in the way of somebody wearing one. So if money is super tight and you want to pay as low as our cost to get one, no problem. On the flip side, if you love our podcast and just hit the lotto and want to show us your support by paying a million dollars for one, well, that won't hurt our feelings much either, I assure you. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Welcome I don't know back. why. Here we, we are, Groundhog same, Day again. Yeah. <laughs> Wavelength. It's a yeah. good Groundhog Day, though. How are you doing today, Dalian? Oh, it's uh, the best kind, right? As you've said before. Oh, I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for asking. How are you? Um... How are you feeling? I've been worse. Oh, you've been worse? Yeah, I know, huh? Uh, this, is, this is definitely not your, your lowest. I'm doing amazing. Life is beautiful. So what's going on today? Let's jump right in. You got some kind of incredible story to blow my mind with? I, I got some kind of story. Incredible? Blow your mind with? Um, yeah, maybe you could say. No, it's actually a really cool story. 
It's a story of、uh, hope, you could say. It involves our children, and it's a positive, positive、uh, story. I saw it, and it really gave me that feeling of positivity, Brandon. It's a story of what's been called the greenest school on earth. It's in Bali. And it's、uh, a school that's,、um, you could say, in line with a lot of the principles that we believe in, of course. I guess it's trying to be a school that's very just integrated, right? And、uh, supporting a sustainability type model. A very ecological, of course, like the name says, it's a very green school. It's just in a fully natural environment. And the children get to. You it's know, in just, Bali, you said? Yes. Cool. So, I really want to go there. Yeah, I know. I I, can, I've heard nothing but great things.、Right? Yeah, I consistently hear like so many magical things about it. Yeah, so、um, I can read you a couple of paragraphs here. I found an article on EWAO that、okay. talks about it. Cool. But if you go to greenschool.org, that's our website, and you can check out pictures,、uh, et cetera, read about their curriculum. And it's,、uh, their vision is、uh, for a natural, holistic, student centered learning environment that empowers and inspires their students to be creative, innovative, green leaders. Actually, that's really cool. Green leaders, I just noticed that. Yeah. So, if you, if you think, you know,、uh, it's. I actually recall a couple of、uh, the Lucidity talks that were released that talk all, all about how to, how to integrate, you know, things like, of course, this very latest one, economic systems, right? Right. But,、like、sacred、um, economics. Yeah. And he brings really even things that are sort of、uh, tangentially related to, to economics, but really everything from、um, industrial, you know, models of production that are fully green and sustainable to,、mm-hmm. you know, just、uh, philosophical approaches to, like, you know, holacracy, for example, gets mentioned. Right. But、oh, I, think, okay. cool. I think pretty much all of that goes in the mix here. And it's just things like that that make me think that it's just,、um, you know, a very, it, it's by all accounts a very progressive school, Brandon. Right. It's also enjoyed some like key sort of attention. It's been visited by、um, the UN Secretary General. Oh, wow. And by uh, renowned uh, ape researcher Jane Goodall. So I、oh, guess she、cool. was kind of in her element out there. But yeah, she made like great comments. There was some artists that they quote here on the website as well.、Um, Actually, in the article, musician, poet, and activist Michael Franti, or Franti, who visited the school and said、um, he was equally impressed, saying, For anybody that's considering sending your kids to school here, it's different than other schools where your kid's going to be assigned a number in a desk and you show up and you do exactly what you're told. Here you have an idea to do something that's outside of the box. That idea is going to be fostered and nurtured rather than pushed down. So it's just one of these. Types of schools. And of course, you know, the,、um, if you, you know, just look at the pictures, the place looks awesome, right? It's just like, I guess, like a pretty, you know, got like a nice stretch of land there for the kids to just run around. It's just got these like awesome, like, touch roof buildings, right? Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, I guess they get to, you know, just run around, like, like you know, the article says, in, in these like awesome natural environments. What a blessed、uh, opportunity for the kids that are there. They're like cutting edge. It's, That's like an example of the type of schools I imagine 100 years from now. Like, we'll look back exactly, on the type of schooling、exactly、that we put, this excruciating system we'd put these kids through to indoctrinate them into this broken system. And I think、uh, that's a sign, of,、uh, a sign of change that we'll just see more and more、uh, schooling systems like that. I know if I've, I've talked about it oftentimes, if I,、uh, you know, I, my son's almost done with school,、uh, but I, I intuit that I will have more children. And if so, I don't think a traditional schooling system is going to be an, much of an option that I'm, I'm interested in. I want to find something that's holistic and healing and you know, teaching them you know, how to think 
not what to think. And uh, so it's super encouraging to hear about stuff like this starting yeah. to pop up. It's fascinating. Your your um, son, of course, I think is uh, already privileged to to have gone to a school that's a little bit left of center when it comes to that you know traditional model, right? Right, right, and, right. And uh, I, I imagine that there are schools that are maybe similar to the Green School in Bali in terms of them being you know pretty progressive and you know sort of integrated, ecological, and everything. But this sounds like it's definitely one of the most you know uh, far into that you know totally paradigm. Of course, exactly. Very cool. Cool. Well, one thing I wanted to do uh, that I usually do right at the top of the show that I uh, forgot, and I thought about it as soon as you were talking, but that's okay. We don't have to do things in a particular order. <laughs> it's funny how we get accustomed to, though, certain orders of doing things. And uh, as soon as you're out of that order, you're like, oh, something's wrong. And no, it's like, no, true, nothing's yeah, wrong. Yeah, mix, yeah. It, mix it up, dude. <laughs> I just had an experience of that very recently, so I know you're right. Yeah. Totally, totally. So we had some reviews in the last uh, day or so, and uh, quite a few reviews. And as you guys know, I am so, so grateful whenever someone takes the time to give us a review or rating on iTunes. It's, uh, as I like to say, completing the circle of love that we're putting out into the world by feeding it back to us. And it, it fuels Dalian and I with this labor of love. So thank you guys for writing in. And I'll, I'll give a quick uh, read. Uh, they're relatively uh, concise, short and sweet, as you'd say. This one's from Christopher Miller. And he said, uh, my wife and I, both listen daily. It's a great way to start out your day on a positive note. Really interesting topics and guest speakers. Thank you to the host for spreading positivity. Thank you, Christopher Miller, uh, for uh, feeding back. (laughs) Uh, We've got, let's see, uh, SCO Git 52888 says, love it. Thanks for the positive vibes and insightful talks. Thank you, SCO Get It. (laughs) And let's see, this one is uh, titled A Wink from the Universe by Diana Jane. And she said, as a regular listener, I enjoy Brandon and Dalian's conscious expanding discussions and uplifting energy. One day, feeling defeated and doubtful, I turned to this podcast and played episode 137, Practice Telling the Story of What You Want. With a cathartic release of emotion, it was a cosmic reminder that I am exactly where I need to be. So that's so awesome to hear and so beautiful to ever touch any of your lives like that and and to, to reach out through the airwaves and technology and have that kind of an impact and just help to kind of prod that uh, energy that's right there under the surface waiting, waiting to break through. It's just, it means the absolute world to us. So thank you for sharing uh, that experience. And then we got uh, Joan Marie Verico said, inspirational and amazing. So thank you guys. And those of you who haven't taken the time to, to rate or review us on iTunes, if you would, we'd love you forever. We'll love you forever anyway, but it uh, it helps us to get exposure to, to new people and you're vicariously helping to spread the positivity uh, in the process and you're making me smile really big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we already love you forever, but if you write us and even if it's like, a, you know, inspirational and amazing, two word, three word review, those are awesome too though, right? Absolutely. And uh, we, we get to give you a shout out so you can, you know, write in and give us the love, which Ooh, we definitely famous. appreciate, of course. It, it closes the circle, like you said, but yeah, then we, then we reciprocate by giving, giving out shout outs, right? Oh, yeah. so it's perfect. So moving right along, I would like to share a positive pondering breakdown of the day. And, uh, with this pondering, it's by Mitch Album. And Mitch said, if you hold back on the emotions, if you don't allow yourself to go all the way through them, you can never get to being detached. You're too busy being afraid. 
And uh, this is such an important point to um, really pay attention to is pay attention to what you're feeling. So often we're just lost in our thoughts and not focused on what it is that we're actually, what is the emotion that's drumming up? Why am I drumming it up? And you know, what's behind it. And so often we try and stuff it down. I know so many people, you know, I can think of my, my brother, for example, we're very alike in a lot of ways, but we're very different in the fact that I don't hold things in. It just like comes through me. It pours out. And sometimes, especially in younger years, it could pour out in not so positive ways, but I'm always releasing, you know, whereas he is uh, pin up, pin up, pin up. Well, Dalian, you know him really well. It kind of is there, you know, and he's so empathetic. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's like, the lid's blown, you know, it can't, he can't hold it in anymore. So it's really, really, really important guys to, um, to, to feel your emotions, go fully there. Don't repress them. Don't push them down and don't judge them. You know, there's so many judgments and it's so easy. You think of, you know, this, this, uh, podcast, it's positive head. It's about being positive. Well, okay. So if I have a negative emotion, is there something wrong with me? Did I, am I off? What, what, am I broken? You know, how do I repress that? How do I fix it? And it's like, you don't really need to fix it. You need to feel it fully and then work on changing your perspective. Work on, but allowing yourself, if your perspective is off, okay, let it be off. Go into it fully. I think back to one of our very first uh, interviews uh, with Pablo Miller and he, such a great les- lesson that he shared with me on on my first ayahuasca journey with him was let, you know, if you are, if you are having negative emotions, stop where you are and close your eyes, put on some, you know, journey music as he calls it and go into it fully, quit running from it, quit running from these negative feelings that are surfacing. They're coming to the surface so that they can be moved through so they can, and that's how you transmute them. That's how you turn them into positive energy, not by judging them and pushing them down. And I'm going to think something else and just kind of like sugarcoat it. It's like, no, that doesn't work. You've got to like, you've got to move through it. It's not being spiritual. Doesn't mean always being positive. It means facing, you know, you know, facing everything and rising as opposed to forgetting everything and running, you know, fear, either way you want to look at it, face everything and rise or forget everything and run. So this is all about facing it. And um, so what I'd like to do at this point is bring in uh, some help from, I don't know if we've ever, have we ever shared a teal swan clip? I believe not. This might be Ah, our very first. Well, you guys who are not familiar with teal swan are going to absolutely love her. She is amazing. Uh, Definitely on my two interview list. Um, So uh, this particular talk is called When Nothing Ever Works to Feel Better, and it's by Teal Swan. Take a listen. Hello there. Do me a favor. I want you to close your eyes. With your eyes closed, I want you to think back to your childhood. Specifically, I want you to think back upon being emotional in your childhood. Just scan your childhood for those times that you might have been mad or sad or angry, or afraid, or excited, or happy? How did the people around you react? When you're done with that, I want you to think about how other people dealt with their emotions when they were feeling those strong emotions. How did the adults around you deal with their own emotions? How did people react to them? What did emotions mean in the family or culture or society you grew up in? What were you told or indirectly taught was the best way to handle your emotions? What emotional control strategies did the people around you use? 
Mentally review each emotion. Which ones were good? Which ones were bad? Which ones were acceptable? Which ones were unacceptable? I want you to think about your relationship to each emotion and where you learned that relationship from. What does each emotion mean to you? Look at your life today. What ideas or control strategies are you still using that are a perfect reflection of the way you were subconsciously programmed to deal with emotion growing up? I want you to watch my video on YouTube titled Meaning, the Self-Destruct Button. And while you're watching that video, I want you to think about how that video, or that concept presented in that video, applies directly to emotion. What did you decide that each emotion meant? It's normal to want to feel good. The basic survival instinct is to shy away from pain and go towards pleasure. This is not in and of itself a problem. This instinct in and of itself does not cause suffering. Suffering is caused when instead of going towards pleasure, we resist the pain. And this is what we have done with emotion. I want you to imagine that at the back of your head there's a little switch, a bit like a light switch, but this is a control switch. Instead of going light to dark, what it does is good or bad. Anytime you encounter something that your mind has judged as bad because you've learned because of past experience or from other people that it's bad, that switch turns on. And when it turns on, it activates your fight or flight mode. If you perceive something as bad, you perceive it as a threat. So you react to it on a physiological level the same way you would react to, say, a snake or a charging bull. You either try to escape or fight with that thing. Escaping from something and or fighting with something is an attempt to control that thing, yourself, or the course of events that follow. Now, why am I bringing this up? I'm bringing it up because you have judged certain emotions as bad or good. What that means is, the second that you encounter that emotion, and you feel it within you, or you encounter it in another person, it flips that switch in your mind. Bad. And immediately, you go to work trying to control that emotion. You try to fight with it, or you try to escape from it. The thoughts we think about the emotion we are having causes us to immediately add emotion to emotion, and this is like adding kerosene to a fire that's already blazing. No matter what we do to feel better, nothing works. For example, let's say that growing up when you expressed anxiety, your parent turned to you and in an exasperated manner said, Stop being such a fraidy cat. There is no reason to act like this. Come on now. You would have gotten the message that anxiety is bad and perhaps that if you feel it, but your parents are right and there's no reason to feel that way and yet you feel that way, there must be something wrong with you. In the future, if you feel anxious, your control switch is turned on because you have been conditioned to see anxiety as bad. You will start to fear yourself because you'll feel like something's wrong with you and therefore you will feel anxious about feeling anxious. This is how to know that your control switch relative to emotions is turned on. You will start to feel bad about feeling bad. It'll essentially be a secondary emotion. For example, you will feel anxious about feeling anxious or angry about feeling angry or angry about feeling anxious or sad about feeling happy. When this emotional control switch is turned on because you have decided that a certain emotion is bad as well, it will instantly trigger this tendency within you to control that emotion with any of the control strategies that you have learned over the course of your life. Drinking alcohol, reading a book, going running. 
eating, shooting up heroin, distracting yourself, obsessively writing affirmations, positively focusing, arguing with and contradicting your negative thoughts. All of which are an attempt to make the emotion go away because you've judged it as bad. This is why it so often doesn't work to positively focus your negative emotion away. Control, by definition, is resistance. And so the minute that positive focus becomes a tool of controlling emotion, it becomes a tool of resistance instead of allowing or deliberate creation. It isn't helpful to judge your emotions as negative. For more information about how to deal with negative emotions, I want you to watch my YouTube video that is titled Emotional Wake-Up Call. Now before you go ahead and assume that we only have this control switch activated when we feel negative emotion, it's really important that you understand that positive emotion can activate that within us as well. Even though we tend to be more accepting of positive emotion, it is more than possible to be conditioned against positive emotion. For more information on that, watch my YouTube video that's titled, When Happiness is a Bad Thing. The more your parents and caregivers needed to maintain control over how they felt and therefore control over how you felt, the more resistant they were to all emotions, both good and bad. The time has come for us to become aware of when this emotional control switch goes off within our minds. It's important for us to actually recognize when we are struggling against the emotion, and that is in fact why we are stuck in the emotion that we can't get free of. If we have our control switch turned on towards an emotion that we have deemed bad, then what's going to happen is the more we try to get out of it, the more stuck we're going to get in it. It's a bit like quicksand. The more you struggle against that negative emotion, the more stuck you're going to get. If we are in a situation where we feel like nothing ever works and like we'll never feel better no matter how hard we try, it is because we are approaching our life from that very angle that we must feel better because negative emotion is not okay. Anxiety is not okay. Anger is not okay. Sadness is not okay. Grief is not okay. The way we feel is bad, and so it has to change. We think thoughts like, what have I done to deserve this? Or what is wrong with me? Or I wish I didn't feel like this. Or I can't handle this. Or why am I like this? Or the very worst, I shouldn't feel like this. When you feel this emotional control switch go on, it's really important to find ways to turn it off again so that you're not in resistance to that emotion. That means find ways to accept and allow that particular emotion that you are having resistance towards. Question the idea that this emotion is bad or good. Ask yourself, what am I making this emotion mean? And then go to work dismantling that meaning. Thoughts and emotions themselves don't cause us suffering. It's believing them that causes us to suffer. If you have judged an emotion as bad, get outside the box by trying to find approval for it. Why is that emotion good? What is this emotion trying to tell me? What is it asking me to do differently or to change about my life? Allow yourself to go back in time to the point where you were programmed against this emotion and undo that trauma. To learn how to do this process, I want you to watch my video on YouTube titled, How to Heal the Emotional Body. So when you're feeling that emotion, that strong emotion, where you don't only feel anxious, you feel anxious about feeling anxious, or like shame for feeling anxious, I want you to go into that shame for feeling anxious feeling and use that to connect 
to the point in time that you were taught that that emotion is bad or that there's something bad about you for feeling that emotion. And that's the one I want you to apply to this process. If you want additional information about how to release resistance to your negative emotion, I urge you to take a look at the video on YouTube that I did that's titled Positively Embrace Your Negative Emotion. Painful emotions only become chronic. By chronic, I mean, no matter what I do to try to feel better, nothing ever works to improve the situation. When our control switch is turned on, that means we are in resistance to the emotion itself, and it's no longer the emotion itself that is causing the pain, it's our resistance to it. That is the difference between pain and suffering. So, it's really important to become aware of this control switch within us and to do anything we can to switch it off. So, is your control switch turned on? Have a good week. So yeah, you can find that clip on her YouTube page of the same name, Teal Swan. So amazing, huh, Dalian? I mean, uh, such a great... I love it when someone gives powerful um, methodology to address situations. Because it's one thing to talk about, hey, here's the problem and here's what, you know, here's, you know, here's what's wrong, right? Here's what, or here's what you're doing wrong. And then it's like, okay, well, how do I fix it? What, <laughs> how do I, what's the, the path to move through it? And she uses the analogy of, you know, a little switch is turning on uh, if something is judged bad. And if you can start paying attention to when that switch is flipped, it kind of reminds me of Eckhart Tolle a little bit, right? When the ego uh, consciousness is, is sort of coming over you. And, you know, instead of trying to uh, escape it uh, or fight it, because that's the two things you do when it instantly makes you fear, feel fearful, so what is it? You know, forget everything and run or or fight. Um, but, you know, the third more healthy option is is acceptance, right? Allowance, which she talks about. Um, and so, yeah, it, it really is. Any type of trying to control it is resistance. And and I think it's is so deep. She went so deep when she talked about, you know, um, when positive focus becomes a tool of controlling emotion, it's resistance. It's not allowing. And I think- you know, and then you get stuck into these loops, and that's really the the theme of what happens to everyone. It's like these loops. Then you start feeling bad about feeling bad, and you know, it's it can sort of domino effect in in either direction. And so, it's just such a great great perspective on how to start uh, paying attention to the switch, and you know, in in changing things with the right uh, approach and methodology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I know we've mentioned Teal Swan before um, once or twice, but I don't think we've ever played a clip of hers. She's really great because she's um, uh, kind of specializes or really does specialize, you could say, in uh, shadow work or right, dealing right. with, uh, you know, the whole dark or negative side of the personality, which um, she's really great at revealing everything that's there that's powerful and, uh, you know, that uh, needs to be processed, of course. You know, the whole theme, of course, now seems to be facing things right like you're like you've said and she um gives you many ways of understanding what it is that you are facing in yourself that of course as you said you want to naturally judge and repress or you know try and dismiss in any way you can uh try and numb or forget about right right and uh of course even project on, onto other people projections have have something to do with this but she she's just very insightful in some of the things that she said for example one thing that you were saying earlier when you were talking about your brother, um, I recalled something that she said that um, 
I heard regarding extrovert and introvert type personalities. Mm-hmm. And so I instantly think of you both being really, you being the extrovert, right? And he is the introvert. And the Tell thing me. is that she explains how naturally most people are going to have both where one of the sides is more dominant, but both are, um, you know, just traits that you sort of ping pong back and forth between um, as needed in daily life. So, uh, you know, being extroverted just means dealing with the outer, you know, the other people and the external reality around you. So it's just something you do mm-hmm. in, in the end, you know, but some people are more naturally extroverted and then others, of course, are naturally introverts. So just that insight I thought was so great because, for example, introverts naturally might internalize more and that's right. where you need to learn to process that in right? In yep. space. Yep. You know? Absolutely. And like she also talked about recognizing when you're struggling against an emotion you deem bad. And the more you try and get out of it, the more stuck you are. She used the quicksand analogy and that's such a good one. Um, you know, you're having these thoughts. I wish I didn't feel like this. I shouldn't feel like this. That's instantly like cue red flag, like, hold on. Why? And, and she talks about like really examining, hold on. Why am I telling myself this? Where did that happen? When, when did this get encoded into my subconscious as bad or, you know, judging any of it. it's all part of the journey. It's all making you who you are and who you're to become. It's always working for you. You know, life is happening for you, not to you, as I love to say over and over. And so why is this happening? Why am I feeling this? Why is this negative quote unquote emotion happening to me? What, what, you know, uh, diamond is hiding behind this lump of coal and, um, just acceptance, acceptance transmutes everything, what you resist persists, what you accept, you move through. Accept, accept, accept. Everything, everyone brings at you, become the space to uh, encapsulate it, to deal with it. You, As you widen your bandwidth, uh, you're bringing this to me, you're bringing me this box of pain, you're bringing me this box of whatever I don't want, I love it, I'm gonna embrace it. You know, Whether it's coming from within or coming from external uh, reflection, it's all mirrors here, so either way, it's you. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. That's where you get into the good stuff. That's where you start moving at a, at a rate of increased vibration that will transmute everything in your world so quickly because there's no resistance. There's no resistance in you. You're in the flow. You're in the flow. Everything comes to you. Then there's no lack of what can come to you, your source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well said, Brandon. Two things that uh, what you just said reminded me or made me think of that I've learned uh, definitely from even from recent experience, but uh, one that your pain is for sure going to increase proportionally uh, to the degree that you resist what yep. you're dealing with. Absolutely, that. Uh, I love so that. the more so you true. resist, the more painful it's going to be. And the other is that the opposite, the, the whole surrendering and facing things, a, a lot of times all you have to do is just face, of course, just look at, right? Yep. Just accept something. Yep. You don't have to really do anything else. You don't have you to don't be have happy to about it. You really just have anything. to find peace with it. There's right. a difference between being happy with something and being at peace. Exactly. And that's the key. Everyone thinks, oh, I've got to be, ha- how am I going to be happy about this you know, box of pain. No, you don't have to right. love it. You just have to be at peace with it. You know, right. you have to accept it, allow it that you, you, you then acknowledge it as valid and you, 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 you release it in the, in that act. There's, there's a lot of power in that, which uh, of course takes, you know, the dealing with the pain first, but of course you find out as you decide to deal with the pain, you find out that um, that decision in itself, of course, brings some degree of relief. And then you find more and more relief because again, the thing that makes it more painful is resistance. Yeah. But when there's acceptance, there's more and more relief. Yeah. It becomes more gradual. But um, yeah, the the power that's also found in there is just huge. So so 
Yeah. In the end, you realize that, you know, it's just something you very much needed to deal with. Painful as though it may be. So, yeah. Well, Dalian, I, it looks like we're out of imaginary time for today. Luckily, we have eternity ahead of us. So I think we can pick this up again tomorrow. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Why is a positive head podcast playing in heaven already? It is yeah. playing in eternity. That's what that just made me think of. <laughs> you can so. tune in anytime. <laughs> so uh, what do we see? What do we got here queued up for music? Let's leave these guys with a song. All right. Well, today we have a song called uh, I See Your Everything by Aerothyme. And before we check out the musical tastings for today, I would like to add, this podcast is definitely a labor of love for Dalian and I. So if you have enjoyed this positive download from our hearts and minds to yours, please take a minute, give us a rating or review on iTunes, since iTunes is the holy grail of all things podcasting. Uh, Your good reviews help us to reach more listeners. Also, We would be extremely appreciative if you would tell your friends and family about the show. Our sincere intent with the Positive Head podcast is to spread positivity to the world because, well, because we're selfish, quite honestly. Uh, I say that jokingly, but really only halfway joking. I'm referring to the good kind of selfish based on the knowing that we all get what we give in this life because when we give, we're actually always giving to extensions of self since we're all really one in the same consciousness, just in different bodies. So if you want to be a good selfish along with us by helping to spread the positivity, by all means, please proceed to shout about the Positive Head podcast from your rooftop. (laughs) Otherwise, As you continue on your fabulous journey in this 3D reality, be sure to remember this. As long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Journey well, everyone, and thank you for being.
Good the way it is. <laughs>